Welcome to The House Podcast. We want to encourage you wherever you're at today. Reach out or email us at any time, and we hope you enjoy today's message. But one of the things I have struggled with my entire life, and still to this day, is I am impatient. I am always, always in a hurry. I, I, it, it drives my wife crazy. Um, I, I want to get through whatever we're doing in this moment because, because we've got to get to the next thing that we're doing. And, and I've thought about this quite a bit because I've been told so often I'm always in a hurry that I'm thinking, why am I always in a hurry? And I think even subconsciously, I think I'm, I'm, I'm rushing to the next moment because somehow I think the next moment's better than this moment. I'm rushing to the next thing because at some level I think it's better than the thing that I'm doing. And for me, I rarely experience any single moment for in the fullness that it actually offers me. And that's not living, actually. That's running. And um, it's funny, technology has made it possible for us to get access to so many things instantly that it's really not doing us a great favor when it comes to teaching us patience. Patience is learned through waiting. And truth be told, most of us in this room do not like waiting. We don't like waiting for things to get better. Uh, in the first service, first service Ryan shared just a little piece of his story. You know, for two years, he couldn't get out of bed. He'd be in bed 20 hours a day for two years, waiting for his brain to heal. Could you imagine the patience that would take? We, we wait and we wait. Do you remember uh, when we were waiting uh, for COVID restrictions to, to lift? Do you remember that? Like, I'm so sick of masks. And I, I could not wait. And, you know, I'm watching the news, waiting for any indication that, that, this, that this season is over. And just when we thought it was over, a new strain shows up and we're stuck in it. It made all of us just a little bit crazy. You're, 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 in, you're in a hurry for something to happen. Well, the thing about God is he's not in a hurry. They, they, they said to Jesus, Lazarus is sick, hurry. And he stays an extra day. He's not in a hurry like we are. And waiting for things to get better and waiting for things to redeem themselves. And when nothing is happening it's really difficult for all of us. And yet the scripture calls us constantly to wait on the Lord. You, you, you might be in a hurry to graduate. You might be in a hurry to get married, to start a family, and in a hurry to start your business, in a hurry to start your career, or to get successful. Whatever you're in a hurry... Uh, I think what makes it difficult in those areas is that, that we're always comparing ourselves to someone else. 
You tend to compare yourself to someone who has what it is that you want, but you don't have. You compare yourself with someone who's doing what you would like to do, but you're not, you're not doing that right now. And so you feel like you're being left behind. You feel like everybody's getting promoted ahead of you. Let me, let me just say something about that. The calling, the anointing, the favor, the promotion that has your name on it is not going to anybody else. Okay? The blessing that has got your name on it is not going to anybody else. Do you remember when in, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 16, um, God says to Samuel, I want you to go to the house of Jesse. And I want you to anoint uh, the next king of Israel. And so Samuel takes his anointing oil and he goes to the house of Jesse. There's, there's seven young men in the house. One more impressive than the next. And Samuel, he, he, he looks at Eliab, who is the first, the oldest son. And he's so incredibly uh, impressed with his height and his stature. He's uncorking the bottle to anoint him with oil. And God says, "Uh uh-uh, not him. That oil is for another son. And they go through all the boys that are in the house and then they call for David who's out in the, you know, out with the sheep. And he comes into the house and he wasn't even invited into the coronation. Comes into the house, he's smelling like sheep dip. And God says, he's the one. And the anointing that had David's name on it went to David. Even though everybody else in the room was probably more qualified for that job at that time than David was. So you need to relax. Knowing that God, what God has for you is coming to you. It's not going to go to somebody else. We're all all waiting, aren't we? We're all waiting for something, an opportunity, a change. And when when it doesn't come as quickly as we think, we get discouraged. We get frustrated. But sometimes it doesn't come because we're not prepared for what God has prepared for us. Sometimes we're not ready to steward the very thing that God put in our hearts to desire. We're just not ready. But it's in the waiting that you grow strong. It's in the waiting that you develop the strength that you need to sustain what God has prepared for you. I like like this verse in Isaiah 40. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord will what? Renew their strength. You ever wondered why you've been waiting for so long? Because it's in the waiting that our strength is renewed. Waiting produces a strength and an endurance unlike anything else can. And when patience has done its work, fulfilled promises of God will come your way. If you're in a waiting pattern right now, I want you 
to encourage you not to define your whole life by this one difficult chapter. Just got to keep your heart right. Follow your feet. Keep your heart right. God will get you where he's going to get you. Um, when I was in my 30s, I was clinically depressed for six years. I was as low as I thought any human could get. Um, and when I say depressed, I guess I'm thinking it means more than feeling sad. First of all, you feel empty, but I was anxious 24 hours a day. I didn't sleep, I was so anxious. I couldn't concentrate, I was so anxious. And I'm in it, and I hate it. And then somebody came to me, and they gave me this beautiful, beautiful gift. Somewhere right around year four, somebody felt led by God to to call me. And they said, I think I have a word from the Lord for you. This depression that you are in, it's not terminal it's a season oh my lord that changed absolutely everything if you can give somebody hope you can give them another day and the very thought that I wouldn't feel this way for the rest of my life made me gave me hope so don't don't judge this your entire life by this season in it And the posture of your heart while you're waiting is absolutely everything. In Isaiah 41 here, the word that uh, for wait, they that wait on the Lord, the word for wait literally means to, to look for, to hope for, and to expect. To look for, to hope for, to expect. Till that person said, it's not always going to be like this. You know what? I had nothing to look for, nothing to hope for, nothing to expect. But they gave me something to look for, to hope for, to expect. My wife and I, we, 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 we have a lot of anticipation for the future. We, we, we have a dream, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm old, but I'm not dead. And uh, we got a few good years in us. And I'm dreaming a dream. We are dreaming a dream together of the days ahead, the decades ahead. And our dreams are life-giving and our dreams are inspiring. But the challenge is that at this present moment, absolutely nothing has opened up. There is no door opening. There is no opportunity opening. There's absolutely nothing. And so we wait. But if you were a fly on the wall in our house, you would think we are crazy. Because my wife and I talk about our dreams as if they are already established. As if we're already walking in them. We talk about them with such specific anticipation. Like they're going to happen. And if we're wrong, then we are crazy. But you see... That's what happens when you get pregnant with the future. You got to feed it. You got to nurture it. And that's what we're doing. The steps of a good man, the Bible says, or a good woman, 
are ordered of the Lord. And that word steps means, it, it implies process. It means that, yeah, you know what? It's going to take a little while. It's just going to take a little while. Because a blessing given too soon is not a blessing at all. I, I have a Mustang convertible. It's parked all winter. It's covered. I check under the cover every now and then, make sure it's still clean. And in about two weeks, it goes back. We get to drive it again. I love that car. Oh, I am so sexy in that car. You just can't even believe it. Um, I have two sons. They're in their 30s. And if I were to give them the keys to the Mustang, it'd be a great blessing to both of them. But if I would have given that blessing to them when they were five or six years old, that's no blessing at all. That's not a blessing at all. And when God says, not yet, that is a witness to his goodness to you and me. Because a blessing given too soon is not a blessing at all. And I think that, that it's important for us to realize that a delay is not a denial. A delay is not a denial. And, and not yet is not no. It's immature kids, they don't, they don't know the difference. You say not yet, they throw a tantrum because they want what they want when they want it. But they don't know that not yet doesn't mean no. See, while you're working on your dream and your vision and the future, God's working on you. Because he's primarily interested in you. And he's going to mature you. You see, God is completely, he takes full responsibility for the promises that he makes to you. You got to take responsibility for the faith that you give and attach to those promises. You got to stay in faith. I want to come back to David. Oh, by the way, this is really short talk because I'm like almost landing here. Um, there is a gestation period uh, for every calling. There's a gestation period for every dream. And we're all called to something. Um, you get pregnant with the future. You get pregnant with a dream. You get pregnant with an idea. And, and I remember Marcy carrying our boys. Uh, at some point in time, the, 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 the pregnancy gets really uncomfortable. And I remember her ankles swelling. And I remember, you, you know, life was just difficult before those two boys were born. And so it is when you're carrying a dream. But the process of carrying the dream is absolutely critical to the success of stewarding that dream. You, you, they go together. If you're carrying a dream right now, carry it with hope. Carry it with faith. There's an anointing before there's an appointing. You know how farmers go out and they sow seed? They put seed in the ground and then they wait. Nothing much happens. 
for a while. Um, they, they, they hope and pray for rain to nurture and to feed the seed, which is what we should be doing when we're waiting. And then in a completely different season, there's a harvest. And just as sowing seed and harvesting the crop happen in completely different seasons, it's important to understand that the anointing and the appointing do not happen in the same season as much as we want them to. David was anointed to be the king when he was 17 years of age. And where did he go right after his anointing? To the palace, try out the throne. You know what? Talk to the help. No, you know where he went? He went right back to the stinking sheep he was responsible for before he was anointed. He went back different though because he was, he was pregnant with his own destiny. He, he was anointed when he was 17 but was not appointed until he was 30. 13 hard years to grow and to mature to get ready to take the throne. At one point in time in those 13 years, he, he, he was hiding out in caverns and caves, hunted like an animal by Saul and his soldiers and his men. His spirit was crushed. His personality was altered. But when the waiting was over, God had a king that he could lead through. He was ready. And God knows the future that he has for you. And he knows what it takes to get you there. We, we've been through some pain. We've all been through some pain. We've all been stretched. And some of us are barely recognizable. We're not the same as when we dreamed the dream. And we've had to fight some battles just to stay true to it. Got some scar tissue. But without that process, you just cannot give birth. And you cannot sustain what you do give birth to. So once God has prepared us, he'll propel us. I know what it's like to, um, to be chasing a, an idea, a dream. And in the process of it, watching people all around me getting promoted ahead of me. Actually, people behind me getting promoted over me. And I remember I was in this seven-year window where it just seemed like, what is going on? Like, like I'm invisible. So I know what it's like to, to see that happen. And at the time, I just wanted to get moving. I didn't realize that I could really redeem this waiting season. I could make it really productive. I didn't know that at that time. I also know what it's like to experience God doing great things in a compressed period of time, in a supernatural period of time in my life. I've experienced advancement and promotion and favor in such a compressed period of time. I'm going to invite the band to come on up. There's a plant called the Chinese bamboo plant. Chinese bamboo plant. And when you sow 
a seed for the Chinese bamboo plant in good soil, you wait four years and absolutely nothing tangible is happening above ground. Four years, nothing happens. But then something absolutely remarkable happens. In the space of the next six weeks, that plant will grow 90 feet in a six-week period. At times, it will grow as fast as 39 inches in an hour. Once the root system is established, the thing grows at an accelerated rate. And I suggest to you, that's a good picture of you and me. When God's done his work on the inside, he releases his promises in an accelerated way. It took 13 years for David's root system to get established. And there was no visible evidence that he would be the next king. In fact, it looked like he was going backwards for 13 years until the day of his appointment. And then he looked a lot like the Chinese bamboo plant. And so my encouragement to you is that if you are in a waiting period, the delay is not a denial. And if I could encourage you, the posture of your heart in this season is everything. Look for that dream. Hope for that dream. Expect that dream. And if that dream is for your children because they're, 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 they're a mess, Look for that dream. Hope for that dream. Expect that dream. If it's about a relationship, begin to stay in this place, but look for, hope for healing. Anticipate healing. Let's stand together and pray. Father, today, um, whatever state we find ourselves in um, we, we, we come to you and we recognize that you are actively working in us and father we give you our heart today trusting trusting that you who began this really important work in us you will complete it so, Father, we trust that you can fulfill your promises and we, we offer to you our faith and say, Lord, do it in us. Lord, heal our families. Be the center of our children's lives. Heal our broken relationships, Father. We add our faith Father, this prayer of faith to all that you can do in Jesus' name.